Good morning, James. Good morning. How are you? Doing great, thanks. I always like to give you a stat about yourself that you never seem to know until <laughs> I give it to you. That's so great. So here's, here's this week's. You're the 16th running back in NFL history to have 20 receiving touchdowns in his career. But you're also only the third to do it in his first six seasons. Did you know that one? Did not. You never know any of this. <laughs> no, 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 no. He could use the satellite <laughs> when he goes to his next party. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Interesting fact. Yeah. <laughs> now, the touchdown catch that you had, it was on a screenplay, and they, they talked about it on the broadcast. So you don't see a lot of screenplays wherever you guys were at the five-yard line yeah. or so. Is there What's different about running the screen there compared to, say, you know, at the 50-yard line? I mean, it's just condensed space. Uh, I guess it could be easier for a defense to read it when there's less space and things like that, but it was the perfect call at the right yeah. time. They blitzed. And you could have gone another yeah, 70 yeah, yards. Yeah. Really, I mean, there's yeah. nobody there. <laughs> if we were further back. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, the screenplay, because this is something that I always wanted to, I wanted to ask you. You know, you're a guy who runs a lot of screens, but the one thing I noticed about you is that you're patient on the screens. There are some guys that get the ball and, you know, they're five yards ahead of your, your offensive lineman. And um, the one thing, you're extremely patient. You let those guys get downfield. You set up those blocks. I mean, where does that come from? Is that something that, you know, Coach Fairs has kind of taught you throughout the years, or is that just something you've always done? I mean, they've taught it for us, and it's, I think it's the ultimate team play. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, the receivers selling the routes, whatever they need to do, offensive line faking like they're pass blocking, you know, Tom looking the defenders off and me being patient. It takes the whole team for those right. plays to work. And, I mean, I've always felt comfortable catching screen passes right ever since, like, high school right. and college and things of that nature. So I've always tried to execute it to perfection. We, uh, we were talking about this earlier. There was a screen grab of one of the offensive sets, and you're in the backfield with Brady, who's in the shotgun, and you've got Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown to the left. You've got Julian Edelman and Philip Dorsett to the right. Do you ever feel sorry for defensive coordinators? <laughs> I mean, we have a lot, of, a lot of playmakers on our offense and a good offensive line, obviously a great quarterback. So, I mean, I think it just comes down to our execution. Obviously, we have a lot of quote-unquote names on our offense, but if we don't execute, then all that doesn't really matter. So you have all the names you want, but you got to still, still go out there and play football. We were asking uh, Lawrence Guy, who was just in here a moment ago, about you know all the questions that you guys must be asked about Antonio Brown, and that was you know right when he signed. Certainly, I'm sure it picked up steam after after Tuesday. He kind of wrote it off. Well, I'm on defense. You know, we kind of do different <laughs> things. Well, you're on offense. So, and you're one of the leaders, captain of the team. Did, did, did he get sick of it? Just having to be asked all the time about Antonio Brown. What's he like? What's he doing? How's he fitting in? Doing all this stuff. Is it is it too much, or are you kind of used to it? I mean, that's just what comes with that type of situation. But, I mean, he came in and just was trying to work and learn as much as possible in three days. And, I mean, he tried to play hard out there. And, I mean, that's all you can ask for from him. Now, we, we, we talked about guys coming in. Antonio Brown comes in. He, he, he obviously learns the playbook. You got Newhouse who comes in, who learns the playbook. Talk about... And I think maybe a lot of people don't know this about the importance of these coaches really getting these guys up to speed. When you're seeing guys, and you know, Cunningham goes in there, you got win, and you're seeing guys kind of being thrust right into the action, and you, we don't see a ton of mistakes. Talk about how the coaching staff prepares you for these games. Oh, they prepare us very well. It's gonna be it's gonna be very challenging. They're gonna try and give you as many looks as possible. So when you go out there on game day, you can just react. Uh, like I said, Marshall, Corey, those guys stepping in there with, you know, Cannon not being in there and Isaiah going down. That was a, a big step up for them. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't easy, um, but they, they played well for being here in a short amount of time, and you got to give a credit to them. Longtime Patriots fans have a real soft spot in their heart for Troy Brown and what kind of player he was here. 
and much of what I read last week in helping to prepare Antonio Brown was Troy's work with him and extra work with him. Maybe a little bit unsung how much effort he put into that as well. Yeah, I mean, Troy, he's a he's a great person uh, and obviously was a great football player here. I've gotten to know him over the course of my time here and uh, yeah, he definitely helped him out a lot, you know, whatever he needed to do, whether staying late or coming in earlier. So, I mean, it's a big help for Antonio. Have you noticed a difference at all in Josh Gordon, not on the field, but off? You know, last year when he first came in here, he would talk. And, and again, we only hear him at these little press conferences. And I just thought last year he would answer three or four questions and kind of step down. This year... It just seems like a different guy. I don't know if you guys have inside the locker room have noticed anything. Oh uh, no, I mean same guy to us. I mean, I mean, he's a very good teammate. Obviously, a great football player, and just like last year, he just comes in, he's ready to work, uh, learning constantly, just like all the rest of us. And like I said everybody talks to everybody in our locker room, and it's it's good to have on our team. Now we had like uh, we said we had Lawrence guy in there talking about the defense and the defense of what they've been able to do over these first two weeks. Offensively, you guys have done a tremendous job as well. How do you not just as an individual player but as a leader and as a team make sure that you guys stay the course? Because now we talked about Antonio Brown, we talked about Josh Gordon, yourself, and all this talent that you have on offense. How do you stay the course and make sure you guys understand like? We have to stay humble. We know what we have, but we got to continue to switch things up and continue to get better and better every week. I, I don't think it's hard. Um, I mean, like I said, it's week to week, mm-hmm. studying up on your opponents. doesn't matter what you did last week. you got to come back in, have another great week of practice, study hard, uh, study up on your opponent as much as possible, find out ways we can get better as an offense, defense, and special teams. Just, just always look at yourself in the mirror and find ways to get better. And it's easy. We have a great coaching staff that's going to challenge you, even though you win. You win by two points, 20 points, 40 points. They're going to find ways for you to get better. So it's not hard at all for you to get off track and listen to all the hype. Um, everybody just comes in this building and ready to work. After week one, uh, you guys said scoring in the red zone was an area that you felt needed improvement on. What was something from last or yesterday's game that you think needs improving on? Um, I think everything as a whole. I think it's not just one thing. Um, just being more consistent throughout the whole game, keeping your foot on the pedal. Um, there's always things to work on. It's, even the good things are still things to work on. So we always find ways to get better. <laughs> are you guys, is, the, is the offense and the defense competitive with each other? You know, in the sense that you know the defense has allowed three points all season. They've actually scored more points than they've allowed, and yet you guys are also still putting up big numbers. Is there sort of like a, a competition between the two sides? Uh, not necessarily. I think it's just everybody trying to play a full four quarter football game and competing to the to the final whistle and I think that's what everybody tried to do yesterday and like I said there's still room for improvement obviously it's good to come out with a win versus a divisional opponent but we'll watch the tape today and like I said find ways to get better maybe a training camp but now that yeah, training now camp that's yeah, over. Yeah, now you're yeah, one yeah. Right? Like yeah. now we're, we're, we're on to the next opponent <laughs> right. the, the, the running back group that you guys have you know collective, collectively you, you know yourself Rex Burkhead uh, obviously Sony Michelle and, and you know Obviously, Coach Ivan Fares. I talk about him because a lot of people might not know this guy's been around here a long. Yeah. I mean, he was here when I was here. Yeah. That was seems like it's been forever. And and talk about you know what he's meant to you, but just not just to you necessarily, but to your your running back group. Yeah, I've been here for a, a long time, and he's a very passionate coach. Uh, he dedicates himself to this game. He's fired up on the practice field, fired up on game day, and it's good to have him as our running back coach. He prepares us very well. And he keeps us mentally locked in at all times and just 
always reminds us to enjoy the game and enjoy each and every opportunity we step out on the football field. So it's a big plus having him. It's Wisconsin, Michigan this Saturday. You got anything going on with Brady? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yeah. We had to discuss that. Well, Michigan's <laughs> struggling, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, Big Ten games, they'll step it up. They, yeah. They've gotten us the past couple years, a yeah. couple times we played them. So, I mean, but I like my Badgers this weekend. Back in 2010, uh, now the coach, one of the coaches on this team, but a Pro Bowl player at the time, Gerard Mayo, started a, uh, an event called the Mayo Bowl. Uh, you kind of took things over. You and your wife, Diana, kind of took things over a couple of years ago uh, after you co-hosted with Gerard. So Sweet Feet for Strikes takes place tonight. It does. And a lot of your teammates <laughs> seem to be involved. Yeah, um, it's a great event, uh, raising money for the BMC and their pediatric initiatives and a lot of my teammates come out. There's fans out there, raise a lot of money, can get you a Tom Brady, signed Tom Brady jersey, signed Julian Edelman jersey. Got some good auction items, but we have a good time, enjoy some bowling, and then it's a great event. Who's the best bowler on the team? Um, I mean, I feel like I'm up there, but I mean, I've heard, I've heard Steve, <laughs> Steve Gostowski, he's really good. I've never bowled against him, but I'm not sure about everybody else. I'm, I haven't heard too have much. Have you ever bowled against Mookie? I have not. I will not do that. He's out of my league. He's competed. Yeah, he's competed on the professional bowlers tour. He's got a perfect game on his belt. He's out of my league. See, that's smart scouting on your part. I know that. Know your level, right? Know your level. Well, the event is tonight. Where is it? It's at King's Bowling Alley in Dedham, in Legacy Place. So be a great turnout. They always host a great event. And, you know, big shout-out to Blue Sky Sports and the BMC. You guys raised 268000 last year. In the nine years since Gerard started this thing, over $2.5 has been raised. Uh, we wish you the best of luck with it. Thank you. I Good appreciate that. Good to see that. you again. Thanks.